the easiest thousand dollars you have made all year. On this episode, I interview Matt Abrizio. He's the owner of Forever Fierce. Forever Fierce is a custom apparel company that is hyper-focused on affiliate owners worldwide. In this episode, we talk about apparel in the fourth corner, the importance of having a theme, and what you should be looking to do in 2019. Enjoy. You're listening to Two Brain Radio. We make gyms profitable, getting you on track to making every day your perfect day. Every week, we'll deliver top-shelf business tactics to help improve your gym, advance your fitness career, and move you closer to wealth. Get ready to start building your bigger and better business with your coach, best-selling fitness author of Two Brain Business, Grow Your Gym, and Help First, Chris Cooper. Hey, I'm here with Matt Abrizio, owner of Forever Fierce Apparel, and I wanted to talk about not only apparel, but I wanted to kind of get into what people are doing and what times is best for certain apparel. So welcome, Matt. Hey, Greg. Thanks so much for having us again. I believe this is the third year in a row that the Two Brain family has had us back on a podcast around these important months for retail, so we're excited to be back here, and I have some new ideas I definitely think the Two Brain family should know about. Awesome. Awesome. And I can't wait to share those. And we love having you on because we know how how much apparel is important to not only gym owners, but really any business owner if, if they want to look professional for their staff, but then on top of that, also have something for any of their customers or clients. So this is perfect. Now, I kind of want to get into different different themes. So can we talk a little bit about different themes and why certain months are themed certain ways? Yeah, absolutely. So one one of the foundational things we recommend to all of our clients is to make your items limited edition. And what that means is that it's special, it's unique to that month, that season, whatever. And if something's limited edition, that means it's more valuable. It compels people to buy it. So with the themes for us, I mean, if you're already a client of ours or you're on our newsletter, you know, every single month we're sending out new design ideas whether it's a design theme, whether it's for uh, St. Patrick's Day, patriotic theme, or a different garment style. So like right now in the fall, we're focused on different garment styles like long sleeves and hoodies and things of that nature. But the themes gives people variety to continue buying. It allows you to roll out something that's limited edition that compels people to buy. And again, it's just people like that fresh variety and and keeping in in step with the season. So like right now, obviously, we're we're transitioning from fall to winter soon enough. And we were focused on long sleeves, but now we're going to start focusing on hoodies. But again, the different themes really builds in that limited edition mindset. And that's really what sells apparel in gyms. There's a lot of gyms out there who will just roll out the same logo tee just in a different color. That will get you so far for so long. But over time, a real balanced apparel plan has different themes, garments, things for the season, things for different holidays. So if, if you don't use different themes, it's one of the easiest ways to jumpstart your retail right now. Excellent. And you you kind of mentioned something just a second ago. You said hoodies. And now that we are in October, going into November even, why is hoodies something that we need to be focusing on right now when it is not below zero or uh, at, at freezing temperatures? Yeah, for sure. So I know different parts of the country are transitioning into that colder weather right now. And the theme of this month that we're trying to push out is that the hoodie season month, hoodie month, this will be the easiest $1,000 you make all year. Why we like to launch hoodies in November 
November is because we find that people are really, they're, they're really loose with their budget in November. They're not, they have a lot more disposable income. They're buying gifts for family, friends, and people buy Christmas gifts for themselves. You know, so I think the issue is, is that this is the time where people are looser with their spending. Let's offer something that's lockstep with them with what they're willing to spend. So hoodies will be your high, your biggest ticket item of the year. They're going to be anywhere between 50 and $60 a hoodie for which I would retail price that for. And I just think that this is the right month to do that when people are looking to spend a little more. And I would also try and get ahead of Black Friday. I don't have to go on this podcast and talk about the dangers of discounting. So I know you're not discounting your apparel, but you want to get ahead of the Black Friday, you know, group think where everything needs to be 25% off, 50% off. So let's get ahead of Black Friday. Let's uh, let's work with people if they're looking to spend a little bit more money this month. Let's give them a higher priced item purchase. And now it all syncs up perfectly where it's the beginning of that cold season for most people across the country. If the cold weather's already there, that's fine. But at least we're at the beginning of the season where people are looking to add something new and different to their wardrobe. Whereas if you offer this in February or March, people tighten up their budgets. People are looking forward to the spring. I don't want another hoodie. I already came off Christmas. I already got a bunch of apparel. So let's get ahead of this right now. Let's be a little proactive here. And if you're asking me for a timeline, I would get this hoodie design in place in the next week or two, do a pre-order mid-November and get this out before Black Friday hits. So that, again, this is the one, the first thing they mark off their wish list, and you don't have to worry about competing with Amazon or sales or anything else of that nature. So we're saying, basically, if we want to have an apparel sale, definitely doing a pre-order is is without a doubt something we do. I know we do it in our gym. We love using Forever Fierce, but we really like to make sure we get this done, just as Matt has, has talked about. If I'm thinking about getting an apparel like a hoodie, what are the steps I should be looking for? If I'm not using Forever Fierce, I'm using a different company. What are the things that I should have on my hoodie, especially around this time, so that people see it and are questioning it, looking it up, that kind of thing? All right. So so we'll separate this into two different parts. So what part one will be if I'm not using Forever Fierce. And part two is what if I am using Forever Fierce? What are we doing differently this year? What are we offering? So if you're not working with, with us right now, if you're working with a local vendor, you're working with someone else on Line, that's fine. So here's what I would suggest. I would suge- suggest something bold, clean, and classic that, again, when so- it's not, people don't have to think to put up, put the item on, right? Like it's not too intense. It's not too over the top. It's not too loud. Again, I would want something that if I'm running an errand, I'm going food shopping, I'm running to the mall, I'm going to the movies, I could just grab this hoodie, put it on, and not have to think twice about it. That's a staple piece of their wardrobe. So just make sure it's nothing too intense, over the top, and it, it's, it's functional too. And when I say functional, functional that I mean, it's warm enough. It doesn't have to be a winter coat. It doesn't have to be a t-shirt hoodie, but it should be warm enough that again, if they have to go jump in the car, it keeps them warm. The other thing, if you are not using us, I would absolutely make sure that you work with a vendor who is open to providing you with samples. I have so many horror stories about gyms who have started working with us and they tell me I'm coming to you because my last vendor didn't send me samples and the sizing was off and I had 50 hoodies that were useless at the end. So the number one thing, again, above all else is make sure you get those sample sizes and make sure everyone at the gym gets a chance to size themselves. Because I tell everyone this, as much as I wish this industry was uniform, 
uniform and everything fit the same and a large is a large is a large, it's not, okay? So really take the time and make sure you're getting those samples, you're doing your research and you put your hands on the stuff. The final tip I would have, if you're gonna work with a vendor, the other issue I see a lot too is that other vendors don't check inventory. So I work with a lot of clients too who are waiting on orders from six months ago from an old vendor because they say, oh, he didn't check stock, but we're waiting for it to come back in stock. So make sure you're, if you're not working with us, we do all this stuff proactively for you. But again, if you're not working with us, what I would do is one, make sure you pick a design that's clean, classic, and not, you know, like a fire breather type CrossFit thing design, and then get your samples. And finally, make sure and double check with your vendor that they're in stock. If you're working with us, the designs that we have this year we came up with some designs that are, we, we noticed that people are looking for something that applies to everyone in the gym. In the past, a lot of people were just catering towards the fire breather type thing and the more intense over the top crossfitter, someone who's like the diehard. Now, a lot of our clients have been coming to us asking for, hey, would you mind coming up with something that will apply to, you know, my young professionals and my, you know, my senior group, my older group. And what we've done is we've come up with the designs right now that really apply to everyone. And it's that, like I was saying before, it's a no-brainer design. People are going to put this on, not have to worry about it. They can go sit at their kid's sporting event, whatever. And it's not too over the top. It's not too loud and flashy. In terms of what we're offering, I would also say that a garment, a good garment to use is something that is unisex, warm enough, and that you don't have to worry about getting men's cuts, women's cuts, how heavy is it. We've already done that research for you, and, and we're using stuff that we've tested in other gyms. We know it sells. We know it's popular, and it's going to be in stock. We're not going to run into stock issues throughout this year with it. So those are the most important things about getting this order in place right now. Excellent. So now we have the apparel covered for our season or quarter four, basically end of the year. Now I kind of have been really digging into a book called Giftology and how to never lose a customer again. And I turn that basically towards my staff and getting my staff things. Uh, I don't always try to do it around a time that the staff is thinking about that. So like Christmas time, or maybe the gym anniversary, or something that they think they're always going to get something more sporadic to make it more personable. And yesterday, I was actually walking through Lululemon, and they have a, a I love their apparel, I love what they have, but I can't customize it, of course, yeah. I can't put I can't put designs and stuff on it. And I really like that. But I thought, hey, I, I should get something for my coach. And but I want to have something else on there. Maybe that's their name, maybe it's it's coach, maybe it's it's just our little logo or something like that, but something that mm -hmm. they could really use uh in the gym, out of the gym, anything like that. So if we're thinking about getting our staff or our coaches a gift, what is what does that look like? Yeah, so uh, I get this question a lot. And I think if anyone has done apparel or worked in the promotional industry, and when I say promotional industry, I basically mean like blender bottles or or some type of promotional product, headbands, or whatever you want to call it. I think the issue is always going to be the minimum, right? Not everyone has 24 coaches. Not everyone has 13 coaches. Not everyone has 150 coaches. So the minimum is really the issue. And what we've done is that for those who would like to do a coach item, I would recommend something like that athletic quarter zip. You know, Lululemon makes them, Nike is making them, and they're becoming way more popular now. But something that's like a nice warm-up item for sure. And again, the pricing on that is going to be about 60 bucks. And from our point of view, we feel that price points definitely doable because, you know, 60 bucks really isn't a lot to spend on someone who, if you're looking to achieve your perfect day and these people are coming into the gym, they're opening the gym at 5 a.m. So, you know, maybe you like to make breakfast for your family in the morning, or maybe you like to eat dinner with your family in the morning. These people are 
up at 5 a.m. opening the gym. They're closing the gym at 8 or 9 at night. So, I mean, 60 bucks is really nothing in the grand scheme of things. And we've dropped the minimum on the quarter zips to instead of 24, it's only down to six. And we'll embroider them. We'll make sure they're nice. We'll make sure they're special and they're high quality. But we've dropped that minimum on our end because people were asking, hey, I want to do something apparel wise. What can I do? And we just settled on these quarter zip ideas. But I know we were talking before we started, but I mean, as a gym owner, what would you say? I mean, as someone who is employing these coaches, what do you feel is a fair budget for someone who, you know, they're working 20, 30, 40 hours a week? What what would you do? (laughs) I love that you turned the question on me. It's perfect. I actually... I believe wholeheartedly that our coaches, I mean, they run the show. They're in the trenches. They're constantly coaching. They're talking to athletes. They are nurturing relationships on a constant hour to minute basis. For me, if a coach or coaching staff, I mean, I included if I have other people like my joy girl and my GM, I mean, they're working their tails off every single day, helping me achieve my goal and my perfect day. If I look at the value that they've brought in month to month, year to year, $60 is is pennies compared to the amount of value that they've brought me and brought my business. So $60 is nothing. I, I would have no problem spending that or more. I, I do every single year spend way more than that. Um, but this would just be one of those items I would definitely like to get my whole staff so that they have a little bit more, let's say with a quarter zip professional appearance when they're in class and then also out of class too. Yeah, for sure. And I think maybe we could link this to the show notes or something, but I know Chris Cooper at his gym for his staff and his employees. I know he does a unique idea that isn't involving apparel or anything like that. And he really, he makes it individual to every single person, right? They can buy what they want based on the gift he's giving them. And he, he's done a great job of doing that and sort of setting that up for gym owners about how they can do it. So uh, I'll try and find the link too, and we'll see if we can link that. But if you're looking to do something other than apparel or other than the normal retail items, I think, you know, the Two Brain family has figured out a pretty nice way of compensating your coaches and and giving them something of value that is personal to them. 100%. And I think it's very important that if we can't reward our staff by paying them more, such as in wages, that we at least have something that we can give to them that's important to them. It's it's not, let's say on Christmas, but even in November at a time where they didn't think they were going to get something, but it's something nice for them to really make important and, and have an important event, such as you giving them something that is unique for them. For sure. Now there's one part of, you know, I know we talked about the price point of $60 and a lot that that makes people really anxious and nervous. And when we talk about big ticket items, let's talk real quick about the price point of hoodies and zip ups and how to market them. And this will only take a second. And you should be retailing hoodies and zip ups from anywhere between $49.99 to $59.99. So they're going to be within that price point. And that makes gym owners really nervous and anxious that, oh my God, no one's going to pay 50 bucks for a hoodie. No one's going to pay 60 bucks for a zip up. Tell you right now, if you go on Nike, Lululemon, Rogue, you're going to get a hoodie or a zip up for that price. Okay. That's very normal for what people spend these days. And I think it's all about how you sell it, right? So if you say, if you're apologizing for the price, like, oh my God, I know this is so expensive. I know this is, or you're making excuses about why it's $50. People aren't going to buy it, right? But if you say, hey, we're super excited to offer our limited edition hoodie. We're only doing one hoodie for this year. 
You have only a week to order it. I have sizing samples at the front desk. This is going to be the perfect new hoodie that you use during warmups. I definitely suggest you get in on it because again, we're only offering it for a week. After that, it's gone. It, that's a lot more attractive to people to buy rather than just apologizing for price or saying, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to take a margin hit because I, I can't imagine selling something for $40. You know, again, for someone who's spending anywhere between $125 to $225 a month for a gym membership, a $50 to $60 hoodie is really nothing. That's going to last them for years. So yeah, again, if you're nervous about the price point and you're nervous about hitting your full margins, I really just pay attention to how you're marketing stuff and making sure you're not apologizing for your pricing. That's one issue I definitely see when people start ordering hoodies and zips and start offering them out to their members. Yeah. And I, I will tell you right now, when I first started selling apparel and sell, selling hoodies, I didn't think I didn't think I could charge that much. And then I finally took the leap and said, okay, I'm going to charge $60 for a hoodie. Even if it is pre-ordered, everyone still bought. They still sold out. I even still to this day, and I love using you guys, is the fact that we get something done from you. We have an amazing logo on there or design. And I still get people that say, oh, I should have ordered this. Oh, I, I can't believe I didn't order that. Are you guys going to order more? And it happens every single time. My yeah. GM works works with you, Matt, and yeah. orders everything. I don't I don't even see the orders anymore. I actually jump on to our Facebook page and see the link and say, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to get that." Like, yeah, yeah, I want I want that one now. So it's kind of nice to always hear like people are still even though the price is at $60 or we have a long sleeve at $30. Yeah. People are still saying, "Oh, are you guys going to order more? Oh, I should have gotten that." And it's not one or two, but 10 people. So it's like, maybe we can do a reorder. Maybe we can get another order in there before the end of the year. So that's perfect. And and kind of brings me, leads me to my next point of what's one thing that you feel like people should be looking for in the apparel section in 2019? Yeah, so absolutely. So the one thing we really did a test run for in 2018 was our apparel plan. And for those of you who are on the apparel plan, I bet if you looked at your numbers from 2018 to, and 2017, you're going to see in 2018, you sold 20 to 30% more than you did the previous year. And how we set up this apparel plan is that basically it's a free, non, non-obligation, non-contractual, it's not a, some type of crazy contract with us. It basically, it's a free tool that we sit down with you and we tailor it for you and whatever you feel is best for you for your community. So we're going to sit on the phone with you, your GM, and we're going to say, okay, tell me about how you're marketing stuff right now. Are you following our best practices? And how many times a year would you like to offer apparel? So if you respond, I want to offer apparel five to six times a year, we would sit down and say, okay, in January, what are we going to offer? And if you're asking me, I would say, do something for the open. Now, what about May? That's the next order. May, we're going to do something patriotic that's a little bit more geared towards Murph and Memorial Day and all the other summer holidays coming up. So again, we're going to customize a plan that's tailored to you. We're going to reach out proactively for you. We're basically going to be an extended employee for you. Because here, here's the issue. I, I think you just said it best, right? You've passed off this responsibility to your GM, your head coach. And the issue is, is that you rely on them to stay on track and they do a good job of that. Not everyone has that luxury. And I know when things get busy, life happens. The first thing to scrap or to push off is apparel. Or you say, hey, I don't have any ideas. Uh, we'll, we'll try again next month. Maybe I see something. But for us, what we're going to do is we're going to say, hey, Greg, it's January. And you said you want to do something for the open. Here are three ideas for the open. What do you think about these? Hit me back in the next day or so. If I don't hear from you, I'm going to follow up. Even if you say, hey, we're not doing something for the open this year. We're going to do something for, we'll do something in February. That's fine. The The thing is, is that I find it's very useful for gym owners to have someone just proactively reach out and get those ideas 
ideas going to at least get the conversation going. And again, from the preliminary math I've done, it's that the people who are on the apparel plan sell 20 to 30% more and do significantly less work. And it, the, the number, you can't argue with those numbers. And that's that's huge. The extra 20 to 30%, that's a family vacation. That's paying off a loan. Pay, maybe it's paying off part of the building you're in right now if you own, but it, it's meaningful money in the end. And I think you don't get hurt by being on the apparel plan. Again, it's free. It's non-contractual. If you decide to skip a month, it's not the end of the world. It's just a way for us to keep you on track and to be proactive with you. I think when we first started working with affiliate owners, the issue was, I can't find anyone to print my stuff. Okay. So but now we're in phase two of this. And phase two, we've slowly seen gym owners come to us and they say, look, I have someone who prints. They do terrible work right now. I need someone who really understands me. I need someone who's going to be proactive for me. I need someone who's going to send me fresh designs, who's going to think bigger picture level for me. And that's really where we're transitioning all this stuff to where, again, we're always going to print. We're always going to design. We're always going to do that. But we're also going to help you set the strategy so that you're not just come, making up stuff and you are following best practices that are being used by affiliates around the world. You know, we are working with almost close to a thousand affiliates throughout the year right now. And the ideas we come up with are formulated and developed from them, from affiliates, specifically affiliate owners, not, you know, not other businesses. And you, you're not going to come to me like, I'm not going to understand what an affiliate is. I know what you need. We know how to get you set up. We know how to get you on the right track. And again, I think if you don't do anything else, if you don't do a hoodie this month, that's fine. But start thinking that you need an apparel plan. Reach out to us. You can shoot me an email, shoot me a message on our website. I promise we'll reach out. We'll jump on the phone to you and tailor an apparel plan that's specific to you and your community. And and that's actually exactly what we've we've done in my gym. We've yeah. turned around and I know we used an outside source as as well as Forever Fierce. And my biggest thing was time. You only have a certain amount of time. You can make more money away. You only get a limited amount of time. And I want to use that efficiently and effectively. And sitting with email after email after email going back and forth with another apparel company to eventually get the idea of what the apparel needs to look like to me is wasting a lot of time. And then to to compound that, now I have my GM doing this and I don't want her to bill me for more time when I know that it could be used a lot more efficiently and she could be doing a lot more things that are a higher value than worrying about whether this logo has the exact verbiage that she wanted on there or the exact design she wanted on there. You guys do an amazing amazing job of, of sending out three different types of designs and saying, hey, which one do you like? Pick it. And then sending a proof of, hey, this is what it's going to look like. And, and it takes a very minimal amount of time. And it saves my, my GM from having to spend that doing just apparel work. It saves me from having to worry about doing that stuff. And it allows us to be a lot more effective with the other things that we need to get done. Yeah, absolutely. I think you guys really are one of those gold standard gyms we work with where, again, you guys trust us with the design work and you don't sit there and spin your wheels and start a committee about how many people, I got a committee of 12 that needs to approve the design. None of that. You just say, you know what, these guys are the experts. We're going to trust that they know what is popular, what's going to be, uh, you know, what's going to resonate with our members. And, and you guys have, have done a great job of that. So, I mean, it's, you guys have been the gold standard and a great role model for other gyms to replicate in terms of apparel. Because you could just look at the emails. The email chains have gone from, you know, 60 emails down to 10. You know, it's crazy if you go back and look when we first started working together where I was saying, hey, you guys come to me with designs. Now I say, hey, here are the designs I came up with for you guys. And again, those email chains have been shrunk down by, you know, 80%. So I, the proof is right there in the numbers for sure. Agreed. So if somebody wants to jump on getting hoodies through Forever Fierce, how do they reach out to you guys? 
for sure foreverfierce.com matt at foreverfierce.com any of those ways our instagram reach out to us on facebook however and i promise i will get in touch with you we'll jump on the phone real fast we'll work on a plan we'll work on uh, how to get this hoodie order set up and again we have plenty of time to land this stuff before christmas holidays all that stuff so let's get started on stuff don't wait don't delay here and you never will i mean here's what i say is that if you are having trouble making retail a priority assign this money to something that's meaningful to you so this extra thousand dollars you might spend what are you going to do with that money are you going to save it towards are you going to buy your christmas gifts with it are you going to you know save it for a new cruise pay down your car payment whatever it is whatever is meaningful to you put put some money on it and i promise i promise you'll make it a priority i promise we'll get you pointing in the right direction and i'm looking forward to speaking with you thank you matt thank you for being able to uh spend the time with us and be able to talk to us about apparel and basically the easiest thousand dollars any business owner is going to make in in the entire 2018 so thank you we greatly appreciate your time and we love talking with you all right Th- greg thanks so much for the time i appreciate it buddy this episode is brought to you by boxprogramming.com One of the underlying things that we teach in the Two Brain Business University and in our mentoring program is how to value your time. And that is spending time on roles that will actually grow your business and get you closer to a perfect day instead of roles that just take up a lot of time. A lot of people are scared to do this math to figure out what they're actually making in the hours that they're spending doing stuff like cleaning and sometimes programming. The old way of thinking is that your programming is your secret sauce, but we all know now that that's not why people come to your box. I've been writing programs for people for literally 20 years, and Jason Brown is better at it than I am. Jason Brown's boxprogramming.com saves me about five hours a week of coming up with optimal programming for people. It's fun. People love it, and I can use that time to build my business, do more important things, or just sit in a lawn chair, frankly. For 200 bucks a month, it's one of the best investments you can make in your gym. Think about how much time you spend programming, divide those hours into 200, and you'll see how cheap the program actually is for the amount of value and care that Jason puts into this stuff. Go to boxprogramming.com to learn more. All right, we'll jump into it. So welcome to Two Brain Stories, guys. My name is Greg Strau, and every week I interview someone to tell me a success or struggle that they've had throughout their business owning career and basically either how they got through it or the current steps they're going through it right now. And I thought it was only fair that I bring myself on and tell you guys the the biggest struggle that I've had along the way and then also how I kind of got through it. And usually these are these are sometimes super intense. Uh, we get some stories that are just uh, amazing and struggles that people are currently going through. Uh, and then have gotten through or currently going through. And so I definitely wanted to be able to share because I felt like that I should I should be able to share as well because business, of course, has never been uh, a smooth road from the very beginning. So a little background about me. I am the CEO of CrossFit Unknown Element in Clovis, New Mexico. If you're wondering where that is, it's the middle of nowhere and that's okay. Actually to us, the closest CrossFit gym, it's an affiliate, is 108 miles. So most people will probably, you're probably thinking in your head, better yet, there's no way that's possible or you are so lucky. And I would uh, disagree on both of those cases because it's a double-edged sword. Having 108 miles between us and the nearest boxes is, is great. 
uh, for us in the local community, but it's also bad because we have to market that way. We have to tell everybody what's going on in our local community. What is CrossFit? What are we doing? The different programs we have to offer. So it takes a lot more than what you normally would see in a normal gym. And I started the box in February, 2014. Uh, Originally, I was coaching on base. We were coaching from about four o'clock until about seven thirty, eight o'clock at least uh, every single night, Monday through Friday, and then about three to four hours on the weekends. And that was completely volunteer. Uh, we did it because we were super passionate about it. It was myself, uh, the main coach, Billy, who actually started it from the very beginning on base. And then I got us affiliated through a military affiliate. We were coaching that nonstop along with about five to six other coaches. And we loved it. But eventually, when I got back from my, my last deployment, I realized that a lot of those coaches were getting burned out. Uh, we would have 40 people in a class. The equipment was not taken care of the way it should be. We were the only ones taking care of it. And that hence the weekend trips of constantly oiling up barbells and cleaning the rowers and everything. And I needed a change. So from that, I decided to go off on my own along with, I coaxed a few of those coaches that were coaching for free to come along with me. And we opened up CrossFit Unknown Element in 2014, February. From there, uh, we started business. Business was good. We had a few members. Most of them were military, 99%. We had one finally joined that wasn't. And then we've slowly grown. We've gotten to the point where we actually have a lot more people that are from Clovis or that are local compared to military. Um, Not that I don't like military. I love military. I'm still a reservist, active reservist up in Colorado, but it's, it comes with its faults. And those faults are usually the PCS season, which is around summertime. You have a lot of military people PCSing to a new place. And the military does that because it's the nicest weather, which means they're not going to have as many delays or issues with any of their household goods or travel expenses. So the military tries to do that during the summertime. Having said that, you have a lot of people coming in and out then if they're military, Um, especially in the very beginning, we had a ton of people leaving and going and it was just back and forth. Well, now we speed up to, it was two years ago or about a year and a half ago, I got a letter in the mail and business was great. I made sure that I did did diligence on all of our taxes and made sure that in the state of New Mexico, what exactly did we have to pay? Well, there's no sales tax, didn't have to pay that. Uh, there is no other little taxes really that would Curry County, Lake or uh, Curry County, which is where we're at, um, the city taxes, none of that stuff. So none of it applied. Um, and a lot of you probably are in a place where you do not have to pay a, a tax on services. You do on products, so probably the supplements you sell and the t-shirts, uh, but you are not paying on your services, which is awesome. I, I know with laws constantly tightening up and lo- loopholes getting uh, tied down, this, this could change in the future. But as of right now, it's not, which is awesome. Well, in the state of New Mexico, we have a thing called a gross receipts tax. Gross receipts tax is an 8.188% tax on all revenue coming into the gym, meaning my gross revenue that I bring into the gym, 8.18% of it gets cut off the top. Can't deduct anything from it, can't do anything else but pay that tax right up front, which, I mean, isn't really a whole lot if you think about it in the sense of if I make $10,000 in gross, I'm paying about $808 or $818 for that tax. But I mean, that's a good amount of money. If you double that or triple that or even quadruple that, you can see very quickly that that could be somebody's paycheck. And what happened was once I was going through the gross receipts tax documentation online, I noticed that it stated that our memberships had to be, uh, had to be an open membership was how it would get taxed. And I said, well, we're a closed membership. We have a process that people have to go through and they have to make sure that they meet our expectations before we allow them to have a membership. Uh, so we're closed. 
So case closed, don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, about a year and a half ago, I get a call from the state that tells me that actually I do have to pay that and there's no way around it and you can't deduct anything from it off the top. So I had to go all the way back until February 2014 and calculate how much we owe at an 8.18%. Of course, they use the taxes that were in 2014, which is closer to about 7.8. But throughout that time, we finally got done with the audit and the audit came out to be about $16,000 plus penalties. So got hit with that bill. Um, and most gyms would not be able to survive. I know at the time I did not have that amount of money sitting in reserve. We did not have even close to that amount of money. I wouldn't even say 10th of it that we had in the reserves. Uh, so I was a little SOL. And, and the real lesson I want people to get from this story is kind of this turning point here. Mistakes are going to be made. You're going to make mistakes in your business. You are going to have times where uh, you're going to have issues and stuff like this comes up and you have a point in the road where you got to make a choice. The choice can either be, I'm going to find a way around this because the other way is not possible, or you stop and you close doors and you pay the tax liability that you have and you're done with that business. I did not see that as a possible solution. I wasn't going to lose my business over a mistake that I made that I could not figure out a way around it. So I needed to pay it. So the obstacle is the way in this scenario. And so what I did is I actually contacted the state. And when we went into this process of finding out how much we actually owed, uh, they have a managed audit system, which basically means, hey, you've, we found a mistake. We know that you now know that it's a mistake. If you help us figure this stuff out along the way, we're not going to penalize you and we'll figure out a solution so that we don't hit you with the entire bill all at once. Could they have? Yes, 100%. But they allowed me to work with them and they worked with me. So we went through the managed audit process, which took a while. And about, I'd say about six months. And then we still came up with the same number, still the same amount. So then I said, okay, what do I do next? What do I, what do I do now? Because I have, I don't have $16,000. I don't have the ability to pay this off unless I pull a credit card and throw it on a credit card. Uh, was I was, wasn't willing to do because you can only imagine the interest on your guys' credit cards. So instead, or even a business loan could have been another example uh, that I could have gotten. But again, with the interest and everything that was on there, uh, so I was actually instructed by the state, uh, and I had a really great representative that really helped me through the way, said, hey, there is a process. You can do a payment plan. We can do it from one month to six months to all the way until I believe it was 60 months was the, was the longest I could do. And so I said, okay, let me figure out the process. So it's almost like as if I got another, I got an equipment loan through the state for $16,000 and I get to make monthly payments to it. So that's why I chose to mitigate my risk. There were many other routes I could have gone, but I decided to do it this way. And I never, the one thing I definitely didn't do was I never informed my staff except for my GM, uh, what was going on. I didn't want my staff to know that we had a $16,000 bill and their job, their jobs could be in jeopardy due to this and what they wanted to do. But my GM knew because I wanted to make sure my GM knew exactly what was going on in all aspects. I believe in completely decentralized uh, leadership, not only from the bottom of my coaches being able to make choices to my head coach, but my GM as well, and not assuming that they always have to go to me for the next solution. So I explained to my GM at the time, which was Holly. Um, Holly was amazing. Her husband PCS'd, and uh, we got another, my, my next amazing GM in, which is Sasha, and she's running it full-time right now. But I explained to them, hey, this is, we're paying $300 a month and we are every single month making that payment between the first and the ninth. That's what the requirement is. And don't forget, it. we created a so op for it. She was good to go. 
this runs into my next scenario that happened. And this actually happened recently. Um, we've gotten well into many, many payments and we've never slipped up. Well, I was up in Colorado. I was working on some things and realized it was around the 15th of this month uh, of September or yeah, September, excuse me. And I realized that I don't remember me and my GM talking about this payment. And usually we do every single month. Hey, did that get paid? Hey, did that get paid? And so I contacted her real quick. I said, hey, um, or even before that, I, I jumped online to see if the payment went through and uh, it didn't. The payment didn't go through. And I was a little nervous about this. You can only imagine at about nine o'clock at night, I call her up and say, hey, why didn't this payment go through? And she said, I forgot. This leads me to extreme ownership. It wasn't my GM's fault for forgetting. It was my fault. And you could sit here and, and probably ask the questions of why. Why is it your fault, Greg? You, you instructed exactly how to do it. Uh, she knew exactly how to do it. She's been doing it. How is this your fault? And it's really my fault because I did not do a good enough job of explaining it. I did not make sure that this payment was taken out on time when we talk every Tuesday. And I should have. There are many ways that I am at fault for this. And in my business, I always claim that anything bad that happens in the gym is my fault because I did not do a good enough job of explaining what exactly is necessary, making sure also that they had the tools to do it. And so I explained to her, not that night, but the night next day, uh, because you can only imagine what my conversation was with my GM that night. But I called her the next day and said, all right, this is what we're doing going forward. But I took extreme ownership in that situation. And instead of saying, hey, you know what? Maybe this is something that you need to continue doing. Uh, if she was gonna have problems and she kind of let me know her frustrations with the system, I said, I'll take it. Um, it takes about three minutes to get it done uh, from my end, but it took her about 45 minutes because she just could not figure out the system. Which again, was my fault. I didn't do a good enough job. In the future, could they possibly take it on? Yes, but I realized very quickly that this is not a payment you can miss. After I called and, and asked what, what happens. Um, this is a binding contract. And if you void that contract by not paying before the ninth, you basically void that contract completely. And that's a very big deal because the state can come in and uh, close the doors if they wanted to. So of course I got on the phone Monday morning, uh, contacted the state and the state basically said, you're in good standing still. Don't ever let this happen again. So it was, it was a lesson learned. Um, I got to relax for a few seconds, but that entire weekend I didn't sleep because I was too worried about what was going to happen next. This leads me to my last point, and that's be prepared, as CrossFit has taught us, be prepared for the unknown and unknowable. In any situation, anything can happen. I know a lot of the people here in Two Brain uh, have things that randomly come up out of nowhere, and they're not ready for it. You can only be as ready as as many scenarios you run through and build strategic plans around those. Build ways for you to have alternate routes. Build ways that if anything happens in your gym, what's going to happen? And I know this is going to go on the Two Brain podcast, so I would really strive for every single person uh, that does listen to this or is watching this to this week, build out every scenario that you can think of. Build it in your sew ops, uh, put it in that book with everything else of, and if this, then this happens scenarios. If somebody falls and injures themselves, this happens, which a majority of you have. I know that. But what happens when you get hit with a, a, a bill like that? Do you guys know that you're, you're making sure that you're following up because tax rates change? New legislation comes in. Are we constantly staying up to date with what we need to, to make sure that the business stays alive? Because at the end of the day, it's not going to be your accountant's fault for forgetting some of this stuff. It's going to be on you. So I would strongly push anybody to make sure that that's getting done. And then if you are going to farm something out, especially that important like I did, which was uh, not the best uh, move I've ever made to make sure your staff knows how important this is. And then also 
trust but verify make sure it's getting done set a time uh, a stricter time between it i should have said between the first and the third i should have made sure that i followed up with it and i didn't so make sure that you guys are giving that kind of support to your staff and that comes from all angles Not only are you, if you have something like this happen, um, but make sure that they're entrusted, have a decentralized leadership so that your staff knows they can make some of these small uh, decisions, especially in a class, like you would with any athlete, you'd have them make the decision of how to scale appropriately to still get the same anaerobic or aerobic response that you're looking for out of the workout. Make sure that they can make those choices to scale up or scale down appropriately, but then do that on every front. Do that with your joy girl. If you know that she can reach out to one more person and she knows that normally she won't get paid for it, let her know, hey, you know what? If you deem this necessary, I will pay you that extra amount of time to do it because you can see that the client retention is going to be there. It really does matter to your clients. Uh, Make sure that your GM understands that they need to be able to make decisions such as ordering the right toilet paper or ordering anything for the gym that is actually necessary. Maybe you put a cap on it. Make sure that your staff feels, feels valued and feels loved and make sure that they know that this isn't a dictatorship, but more of how they help you can better help the entire business as a whole. That's basically the story I want to share with you guys that it was, that's the biggest struggle I have had. I've had a lot of little struggles, of course, coaches issues, leaving, coming, hiring, firing, that kind of stuff and other scenarios. But this is probably the biggest one because it, it matters so much from a revenue standpoint that it really take down the gym. If they wanted to, the state could have came in and said, you owe us for everything. We're closing down until you do. And I would have said, well, that's not going to work. And, and they, I think, know that. So they were willing to work with me. So if you get put in the same situation in any state that you're in because you didn't know of the legislation, please make sure your accountant knows. If you don't have an accountant, get an accountant. We work with Insight, and I love Insight personally. Two Brain, we love, we love Insight as well. They do a great job with all of our clients. But I really entrust into them and entrust into what, what they can do for me. That's basically it. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and weekend. Uh, Hopefully you guys learn from my story and don't make the same mistakes I do and really build out those systems and those strategic plans to go forward in case anything major happens in your business or minor for that matter. I hope you guys have a good day and I'll talk to you guys later.